If you've been looking to optimize your life while still keeping it realistic, welcome home. This is One for the Road, your one-stop shop self-development podcast full of unfiltered conversations and endless motivational pep talks. My name is Rachel Harrell. I am a second-year journalism student and wellness blogger, and I am so excited to have you on this journey with me. We're going to talk about anything and everything there is under the sun about self-development, from creating meaningful relationships and overcoming imposter syndrome, to investing in yourself and making the most out of the unexpected. This is your unfiltered conversational podcast that you've been looking for. So if you are ready, pack your bags, grab your earbuds, and let's hit the road of self-growth. We are actually doing this, and I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but hi and hello everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the One for the Road podcast. This has been a very long time coming, and when I say a long time, I mean a long time. (laughs) I purchased the mic that I'm using to record this on two years ago, almost three. Just, Just think about that. I remember having my boyfriend take me on January 1st of 2018 to the Best Buy at like 10 p.m. at night just so that I could buy this mic with the full intention of starting a podcast only for it to sit up on the top shelf of my closet for two years and never see the light of day. So you know what? We're here now and that's the exciting part and I I just cannot tell you how excited I am to be doing this, and I am so grateful for you being here and listening to me. There's so much that I have planned for this podcast, and I genuinely cannot wait to share it with you. I have some amazing guests who inspire me on a daily basis that I can't wait to introduce you to, and you know, you and I, we're going to have some amazing conversations, and I genuinely can't wait. If you don't already know who I am, my name is Rachel Harrell. I am a second-year journalism student at Northeastern University, but I am also a sustainable living and wellness blogger. I have been blogging for, oh, who knows, since middle school. It all started when I decided I wanted to review books on a blog. So I made my website and just started reviewing books. I would read them and I would write up my personal commentary on them. And publish it. Nobody would really read it, if I'm being honest, but nonetheless, it fulfilled my middle school bookworm heart. (laughs) So I continued doing that for a good three years, if I'm completely honest, probably up until my sophomore year, really. Maybe, maybe my freshman year, if I'm that's that's probably more realistic. But it got to the point where I was being sent books before they were published by publishing companies. If you uh, don't know, they're called ARCs, which stands for Advanced Reader Copies. So that was a very exciting point in my career. (laughs) And yeah, I did that for a little while, and eventually my blog expanded into kind of what it is today, of focusing on personal documentation and self-development and the things that I've learned through reflection of my personal experiences and whatnot. And yeah, it's it's definitely something. It's grown quite a bit. I focus a lot more now on sustainable living and wellness, but my specialty has always been self-development. There's something about it that I'm just 
hooked on. I think it's really beautiful when somebody takes the time to invest in themselves and look inward and to grow and to take opportunities of growth to their advantage. There's a lot we can learn through reflection and through reading and through listening to other people and their experiences, things that we can take from that knowledge and apply to our own lives to improve our own personal happiness and well-being. Not even for the context of physical appearances or achievements and whatnot, but just for our own personal satisfaction and fulfillment with life. My guess is that if you are here and you're listening to this, you're probably also obsessed with self-development. So we have that in common at least. And I, I'm i an avid listener of self-development podcasts. I listen to probably two a day. If I'm being realistic, I just love finding opportunities and ways to grow. If I'm being completely honest, I think we can always grow and expand. And there's just so many opportunities out there through different mediums. But anyways, if there was anything that I struggled with, with all the podcasts that I have come across is that sometimes they aren't realistic. While their insight is very beneficial and interesting and motivational, it's just not practical. I am a college student and frankly, I don't have the time to meditate every single day and I also don't have the money to do certain things or just time. If I'm being completely honest, time is really valuable to me and it's not necessarily abundant, but I have found ways to integrate certain habits that boost my well-being and I want to share that with you. And, you know, I have learned a lot too from various different things in terms of the power of mindset and just the value of investing in yourself and investing in your knowledge and your growth. And perception is a huge part of that and motivation is a huge part of that. And so I just want to have a down-to-earth conversation on this podcast. I want you to be involved. If you haven't already, go check out the One for the Road podcast on Instagram. Click the follow button. I'll be posting on the stories, just questions, and you're welcome to comment any suggestions. I just want you to be involved in this conversation. A huge part of why I wanted to make this podcast was because I wanted to create a community of like-minded people who uplift each other, who inspire each other, who can connect with each other. And you know, we're going to talk about some really exciting things and concepts within self-development that are really, really exciting and interesting and will uplift you and inspire you and motivate you. However, I also want to talk about the highs and lows of life because the reality is we're all going through stuff when we're trying to grow and the journey of self-growth isn't something that is straightforward. It takes a lot of time and often a lot of effort and frankly, can be very hard. (laughs) There are a lot of challenges when you're trying to grow. And I want to acknowledge that. I want to acknowledge the hardships. I want to be honest. I want to be vulnerable. And I hope that you'll welcome that. And I hope we can create a really safe space within this podcast because I, like I said, want you to be involved. And I do want this to be a community that welcomes vulnerability and welcomes mistakes and welcomes achievements and growth. So I'm very excited if you can't tell. Something that I want to start every episode off with is talking about one thing that I want to pack up for the week. So something that isn't necessarily a great thing that I'm trying to work through or that I, something like a habit 
or a mindset, some sort of thing that I no longer want to feed into and invest my energy and time into. And I also want to welcome my guests to answer that. And I want to welcome you to answer that to yourself because, again, reflection is key to self growth. It is definitely one of the main factors of growing past your comfort zone and past some habits and limiting beliefs that you may carry. So I want to do that. And then I also want to talk about something that we want to settle into. So something that's going well or something that we're trying to adopt, whether that, again, be a habit or a mindset, or maybe it's an actual material thing, or maybe it's a relationship with a person, something like that, that we want to invest more of our time and energy into. And again, I do want to invite you to answer that. And of course, my guests, when they do come on, I want to invite them to answer that too. So to start this podcast off, I, in terms of something that I want to pack up, I would really like to pack up the habit of not respecting my boundaries. This past semester has definitely been a challenge for me in terms of respecting my boundaries and making sure that I take care of myself uh, just because I am doing primarily remote learning for college and this is my first semester at the university I am now attending because I am a transfer student. So being in the situation that we are currently in has been quite interesting. And uh, <laughs> it's been difficult to make some boundaries and to respect them in terms of my work because I'm very fortunate to be in a space where I now enjoy everything that I'm doing compared to the last two years where I was quite miserable, if I'm being honest. And I was stressed all the time, I was burnt out, and I'm finally in a place where I'm really happy doing what I do. However, I also have to make the time to take care of myself and to spend the time for myself, just focusing on myself, not on work, regardless of what it's for, whether it's schoolwork or my personal projects. So something that I'm trying to pack up is the disrespect for my boundaries and the dismissal of my boundaries. They're there for a reason and they're definitely there to look out for myself and to prevent myself from burning out chronically as I have in the past. And that kind of ties in with my, my thing that I want to settle into for this week, which is taking the time to take care of myself. <laughs> I, I'm normally pretty good about that. I go to the gym every morning. I usually spend the morning listening to a podcast and taking a walk, etc., reading sometimes, um, though I definitely have been on my phone quite a bit, if I'm being honest. And I want to definitely settle more into the habit of staying away from my phone for the first hour to two hours of my morning and taking the time to stretch and to read and to drink water and just be present, not to listen to anything right off the bat, though I will always listen to a good podcast in the morning because highly recommend best way to start off your morning. And maybe this is the podcast you're listening to in the morning, <laughs> which is such a strange thought to think about. Honestly, I can't even believe anybody would be listening to this. So again, thank you for being here. But just more being present with myself in the morning and in the evening too. That's definitely probably where I struggle a little bit more with respecting my boundaries is in the evening just because I, again, like doing everything that I'm doing. So I will work up until I go to bed and that's not necessarily a good habit. So respecting my boundaries and 
taking the time for myself and not feeling guilty over that either because I know I am not the only one who feels guilty when they take time away from their work. But the reality is, is that if you do not take time to take care of yourself, then you cannot properly do anything. Maybe you are, maybe you're really good at being on autopilot, but that's not sustainable, nor is it healthy. I personally can't be on autopilot all the time, so kudos to you if you can. Actually, no, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna promote that. Taking the time for yourself is crucial. So I highly recommend doing it. If you're a student like myself, we're all in the midst of school and we are approaching finals right now. So definitely take the time to set aside time for yourself. Quality time, specifically. Time just for you, only for you, not for schoolwork. You're not going to think about what you need to do for the day. You're going to pick up a good book, something you've been wanting to read, and you're going to read that book or you're going to go for a walk and listen to some of your favorite music. You're not going to think about work. You're just going to be there for yourself. You're going to be present. You're going to take in the season because you know what? We are also about to approach winter. And I don't know about y'all, but even though I grew up in Maine, which I'll talk about a little bit in a, in a moment, I can't deal with the cold. So (laughs) I'm trying to absorb as much sunlight and fresh air while it's not freezing cold out. So definitely go on a walk. I highly recommend. With all that said, I will talk a little bit about myself, not to boost my ego, but so that you can get to know me if you don't know me already. Like I said earlier, my name is Rachel. I am newly 21, though it's been, by the time you listen to this, it's been about three weeks, which is a crazy thought. But I'm 21. I'm originally from a small town in central Maine. I was born there and grew up there for about 11 years. And then I moved to Asheville, North Carolina, where I lived for about five and a half years. And I left halfway through my sophomore year of high school to move back to Maine. Different town, but very close to where I was born. And I graduated high school from there. And right after the summer following my senior year, I went to college in New York. And I thought I was ready for college. Boy, was I wrong. I was very, very wrong. I've had to take care of myself quite a bit when I was younger. And I've always just generally been quite mature for my age. Not to toot my own horn, but I thought leaving and going far away from home was what I needed to do. I also thought I needed to go into college immediately. And frankly, I do regret not taking a gap year right after my senior year, but nonetheless, everything happens for a reason. I ended up going to college and about a month and a half into the semester, I was sobbing in the hallway, on the phone with my mom, telling her how miserable I was, I was really overwhelmed, I was really stressed, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety, and I ended up going home for a weekend, which was both good and bad, just because I ended up being friends with a majority of the people who were in the grade below me. So while it was really nice to go home, it was also kind of salt in a wound, if I'm being honest. Just because I was seeing all my friends still living a normal life, and my past month and a half two months, however long I had been at college, had been honestly some of the worst months of my life. Unfortunately, it did not get better. Instead of making the decision to transfer at that time, I decided, being the stubborn person that I am, to give it another chance. So I went back 
and I went back for another semester. I completed my entire first year of college there, and while I enjoyed the classes, I felt very alone. I was very isolated. It was a very difficult situation. I went home for the summer, and I worked, and I spent time with my friends who were all preparing to go to college for their first years, and I had to make the decision of whether or not I wanted to go back, and I did. I ended up going back, even though I had a really bad experience for my first year. I'm definitely the kind of person that gives a lot of chances, which can be both good and bad. It has definitely nipped me in the butt sometimes, but it's also ended up being a really good thing in other times. So I did end up going back and around the same time, around November, I realized it just wasn't working. I didn't know what to do. I knew I had the option to transfer and I also knew that I had support. My mom was very supportive of it. So was the rest of my family and my friends were all supportive of it. They just wanted me to be happy. But I couldn't make that decision. To me, transferring was like failing. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't take the leap. It was so intimidating. It was terrifying. I didn't know what I was going to do. And looking back on it, you know, I also realized that I didn't know anybody who had transferred before I did. So the thought of transferring was a mystery to me. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what the next steps would be. At the end of the day, I did decide to transfer. I ended up withdrawing from my college after the end of the fall semester, and I had applied to different universities and got into all of the ones that I applied to, but unfortunately couldn't attend due to the lack of financial aid. So I ended up unexpectedly having to return home, which I was already home for Christmas and for the holidays and for winter break in general, but When all of my friends left to go back to college near the end of January, I stayed home unexpectedly. And that was really hard. That was the beginning of 2020, which has been a whirlwind of a year for all of us without a doubt. And while it's definitely been the hardest year of my life for many reasons, it's also been the year that has provided me with the most growth. I lived at home for nine months in total. And the first four months were honestly some of the hardest months of my life. After not being able to go to the colleges that I had applied to, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what the next step was. I was by myself. No one else was really home. I did have, fortunately, two friends who lived in town still and who I saw every once in a while, but I felt extremely alone. And I was faced with being with myself for the first time on a really deep, sharp, confronting level. In a way, I was kind of put face to face with all of these limiting beliefs and fears that I had created unconsciously to protect myself. And that was tricky. It wasn't an easy thing. It was a really difficult moment. I cried a lot, (laughs) if I'm being honest. I cried every day. And again, I just didn't know what I was going to be doing. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to be doing with my life. I changed majors. I can't even tell you how many times. I can't count it on both my hands. But that's okay to anybody who has changed their major many times or isn't sure what they're doing. Take it from me. You're okay. Everything is going to work out, I promise. 
around month five of being home. What month is that? That's like January, February, March, April, May. May. Around May, I had by this time applied to a few colleges after doing some intensive research and starting to do some inward work on myself and doing a lot of journaling and a lot of reflection and a lot of questioning too. I challenged a lot of my limiting beliefs and recognized that I had put them up because of how hard the past two years had been on me. I was burning out constantly at my previous college and it took me so long to recover from that. I just remember sleeping for like a solid two months for really long periods of time that my mom was even like kind of concerned at one point. (laughs) But it's just because that's how I need to recover. Sometimes your body just, when you're dealing with so much emotional stress, your body does take it over and it is a way of coping and my body just needed to sleep. And I did finally have to let go of this plan that I had originally had because I am someone who chronically plans and likes to know what I'm doing next. And so not having an idea of what was going to happen, I didn't even know where I was going to be the next month. And so not having that knowledge forced me to live presently and forced me to become comfortable with being by myself and finding solitude within that and also finding comfort in the present and embracing the fact that I didn't know and just going with it, just going with the flow, you know, (laughs) not to be cheesy, but everything works out for a reason. I had started applying for colleges in April and began hearing back in June. And one after the other, I was accepted. And then one after the other, I got my financial aid and it was nothing, which meant I could not attend. So literally every single one of them, I couldn't attend. And it got to a point where I didn't get excited about acceptances because they were just another financial aid letter that proved I couldn't attend. So why get excited? I was beginning to lose hope. I had one college left. I had gotten a very steady job that was relatively full-time, and I had begun to truly believe that I was going to be home for another year, which wasn't ideal and frankly was quite terrifying. Just living at home after finally getting a taste of freedom and being able to create my own life separate from a hometown or from my family, who I all love very, very much, but finally getting that taste of independence and then suddenly being thrown back into a very controlled climate was really difficult. Hi, everybody. This is Future Rachel. This is Editing Rachel talking right now, and You know, you can't start it off without a few hiccups, and unfortunately, sometime while I was recording this part, I unplugged the cord to my microphone that goes into my computer, and so the audio shifts from a really nice crisp audio for the mic to my computer audio. Fortunately, it does change back a little bit later on, but please bear with me, and I am so sorry. I promise I'll be much more careful about it in the future. I'll let you get on to the podcast. I just didn't want to re-record it because I don't want to compromise the quality of the words that I'm saying. So 
please bear with me. There was one night within this time after I had received all of these acceptances that really meant I couldn't attend that I sat down with a pen and with my journal and I just wrote. I wrote everything that I wanted for my future, specifically within the next six months. I wrote, and I'm reading this from my journal right now, I pulled it out. I'm an avid journaler. I brought all of my journals with me (laughs) to college. They're in a bin. I have a lot of them. Anyways, I'm reading this from my journal. I wrote, I am in a place where I am loved and supported by like-minded people who continually uplift me and inspire me every single day. I have found a place where the work that I do is something I am incredibly passionate about and that I love deeply. And that just reading that now (laughs) just makes me really happy because that's the reality that I'm living now. About a month following the last acceptance that I had gotten, like I said, I had been preparing myself mentally to be living at home for another year and just working. I received an email in my inbox from the very last college that I applied to. Prior to opening it, I braced myself because I, frankly, again, was preparing myself to just live at home and I didn't want to get my hopes up. But I opened it and I was accepted. That was the first part. I then went to look at the financial aid and I started crying because for the first time I got financial aid that would actually allow me to attend and it was for my dream school and it's where I am now. I'm at Northeastern University and I am incredibly grateful to be here. And like I said earlier, everything that I wrote in my journal has come true. And that's definitely something I want to touch upon within this podcast at a later episode, just the power of manifestation and putting your intentions and desires out into the universe because you truly are capable of anything that you put your mind to. Of course, it's not going to work like magic. Manifestation is not magic, but it is aligning yourself with the vibration that you want to be at. And it's putting in the work and it's investing in yourself and it's putting in the effort that you need to do to get to where you want to be. I'm in such a different place from where I was at the beginning of this year and that's definitely a huge factor of why I want to do this podcast because there's so much that I did within those nine months that completely changed my life. I changed my mindset around entirely. I did a whole 180. You could even say a 360 if I'm being completely honest. I've always been quite interested in spirituality. Not that that's going to be like a gigantic theme of this podcast, but I realized that within the two years that I was in New York, I had detached myself a lot from that practice and also just in general from investing in myself and taking the time for myself and listening to myself specifically. I was not listening 
to the hardships that I was facing. I was just pushing through because I thought that's what I needed to do because that's what society was telling me to do, that I needed to get a degree and immediately go into the workforce and I needed to just deal with the stress that I was experiencing and I just needed to get over it. I couldn't be so sensitive. I couldn't have a hard time. I just needed to deal with it and I needed to just go. And that's not a way to live. Hustle culture is very, very bad. And that's another thing I do want to talk about because that also just isn't a sustainable mindset. I just want to remind you on this first episode that you truly are capable of anything. I genuinely did not believe that I could do this. I didn't believe that anybody would be listening to this. But I showed up for myself and I stepped outside of my comfort zone to do this. And I'm here, and frankly, I'm so excited, and this makes me so happy to be doing this and to be connecting with you, because I know this can be amazing. I know this can reach so many people, and this can help so many people. And it's not me trying to preach, and it's not me trying to be better than anybody. It's me wanting to initiate a conversation I want to get you thinking. I want you to reflect. I want you to ask yourself questions. I want you to look inward and I want you to grow because you are full of potential. You can achieve so, so much. You might be in a really hard place right now, but take it from me. It gets so much better. You just have to put in the effort and you have to invest in yourself and you need to face the challenges and embrace them because the reality is is that anything that intimidates you is going to offer you the most growth any challenges that might scare you are the ones that will initiate growth within you and are the ones that are going to push you outside of your boundaries and those boundaries that you once had are going to just dissolve because you're growing and you're creating new boundaries and you're just becoming who you're supposed to be My mission with this is to help you step into your potential because you're worth it and you're amazing and you have so much power and abilities within you. You just have to recognize it and I hope that I can help you do that. If you've listened all the way to this point, thank you so much. I cannot express my gratitude enough. I know it might be a little bit messy. Uh, please bear with me. Again, this is the first time I'm ever doing something like this, so it's a learn-as-I-go kind of process. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. You and I are both going to grow and learn so much, and I, again, am so excited to introduce you to some of the amazing people that I have lined up for this podcast, just people who I know personally that have brought so much light into my life and people who I admire that inspire me just by their content and the things that they do that I can't wait to introduce you to. So this is going to be such a fun time and I hope you enjoyed listening to this first episode Like I said, it's a learning process, so bear with me. It's going to get so much better. But until next time, take care of yourself. Make time for yourself. I'm definitely going to be making time for myself because that is my goal, 
to settle into making time for myself and respecting my boundaries. It's important to stay sane during these strange times, and I hope you take care of yourself. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.